0: This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Welcome back to Hour Two of Gun Sports Radio, where your hosts Dave Stahl, Lance Pelkey, and Michael Schwartz educate you on anything and everything related to our Second Amendment right. Visit gunsportsradio.com with your questions and comments, or to learn how to become a sponsor and/or guest of the show. Now here comes Hour Two of Gun Sports Radio, and your hosts, Dave, Lance, and Michael. Right,
1: folks, absolutely welcome back to Gun Sports Radio Hour 2. We're here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Hey folks, you can always go to any of your favorite podcast platforms, listen to any of the shows uh, at GunSportsRadio.com. You can go to uh, San Diego County Gun Owners if you want to watch us live on Facebook Live. Uh, And this hour is brought to you by our good friends at Cali Key. Drop in a Cali Key into any AR-15 or AR-10 to instantly make it California compliant. For more information, check out Cali Key at calikey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Hey, self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone. And unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side. While you protect your family and property, U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7. 365 days a year with a comprehensive self defense coverage at an affordable price. Remember, bad guys don't take days off, and neither does U.S. Law Shield. What's your plan after you defend yourself or your family? Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. All right, this segment is brought to you by the San Diego County gun owners. Go to sdcgo.org, join today, and make your voice heard. Right now we got the covert blogger Joe Dramishi. What are you going to talk about today, Hollywood? Yeah, here here to make my voice heard. Yes, indeed. <laughs> what are you going to talk
2: about? Uh, well, actually, I was inspired by uh, last week. We had Judy Wells and Kathy Smith talking about dry fire practice, and um, I thought, you know, it's a good thing since um, I think what did I call it this week? Uh, I said lockdown, got you down, or something like that. Um, but this is a good thing to uh, to do while we're all stuck in the house. Do go home right and do now. it. Um, no, I, I, it's not. Do what was what it? Do what I say, not what I do. Oh, actually. I got it. <laughs> um, but this is a good time because the, the, thing with the dry fire stuff is, um, is the consistency, you know. And if you can get into the habit of doing it, because I, I, know this from experience, though, because I know when I'm, when I get into the habit and I'm doing it a couple of times a week and I can do that for a couple of weeks in a row, I see a definite difference, um, in my shooting uh, on the matches. And, um, I noticed like when I'm doing what I'm doing now, where I don't do it every week, I also see a definite difference. So, um, so it's a good thing to do. And, uh, you know, Judy and Kathy only got to talk about it for a few minutes. So I thought, well, let me write about it. And, um, I started writing about it and I discovered that, okay, I can't do this in one article here. I need mm-hmm. to spread it out. So I'm going to do three different ones. And, um, what I wrote about this week was just, the, the setup, um, you know, what you have to do, what is dry fire practice basically is doing things that you can do with your firearm that's not loaded and uh, doing that around the house. And uh, so I talk about, you know, you want to do it in the same place. I think Judy and um, and Kathy hit this stuff, too. You want to pick a room in the house and do it in the same place all the time because everything's about safety. Mm-hmm. And the more consistent you could be, the more you could form that habit, the less likely you are to have a an accident or a problem. So, um, you know, finding a good place in the house, um, finding a, uh, putting up a good target, like, uh, where I do it and I've got a room in my house where, um, you know i'm i'm facing an interior wall and i just i don't do it if somebody else is in the house so it's you know I, i'll wait i time by myself in the house and then do it and um and i put targets up on the wall so i don't i don't aim at you know a picture or something like that you want to aim it at a, at a real target and there's a number of things you can do uh that really work well with uh, dry fire that you could practice at home and then what you want to do is you want to practice it at home and then when you go to the range then you you kind of confirm it and you take it to the next level but, like for uh, those of us with a concealed carry, one of the things that's really important is um, being able to draw um, quickly and effectively, or efficiently anyway, uh, from uh, concealment. And they say kind of the standard, what you're shooting for, is about a second and a half from draw to first shot from concealment. If you watch um, any John Correa's videos, which I always recommend people watch because it's just great free education there. But you'll hear him say that, you know, the standard kind of is about 1.5 seconds. And um, it's harder than it sounds. If you're new to concealed carry, you need to practice that because it's a standard four-step draw and in the article i linked the two different videos uh, one showing the the draw process from an open carry one showing it from concealed and um they're essentially the same it's just you add a step with the concealed carry you've got to clear your cover garment first and people should practice that Uh, they should practice that draw with the clothing they typically wear Um, and you can download a uh, kind of a shot timer app uh, that'll work on your phone you could set different times uh, so you could set, okay, I'll set the time, the par time at 1.5 seconds. And then I'll, I'll, um, do my draw and see if I can beat the, uh, the buzzer that goes off. And, um, it's something people should do and you should work with. Um, I actually picked up a blue gun, which is just a plastic replica of the gun that I carry. Um, because I thought, okay, this saves me from having to take my carry gun and unload it and check it clear and all that stuff. I could practice the draw with the blue gun and, um. So it's something that you should do um practice it at home get good with it a little bit you know or get comfortable with it and um then the next thing you want to do is take it to the range and practice that as well because you know drawing in a second and a half is okay but if the shot's not going exactly where you want it to go then that doesn't help you and really the only the good way to verify that is you have to be able to do it at the range mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times at the range like at Poway weapons and gear they'll want you to go through a little certification thing because they want to make sure you're safe before they'll let you um, work from a holster there which is fine Um, You know, if your range doesn't do that, maybe you need to find a different range or something uh, because you need to be able to practice at the range. And it's interesting if you're practicing at home with the dry fire and you're getting your draw to first shot and you're doing it 1.3 seconds or something, you do that at the range, you'll probably discover that your shot's not going where you want it to go at 1.3 seconds. (laughs) You're going to have to dial it down a little bit (laughs) and then work at speeding it back up and keeping your accuracy. So this week I talked about doing that um i think next week i'll do part two because there's other things that you could practice um, once you've got the mechanics of the draw down there's the grip because you want to come out of the draw in your proper firing grip you don't want to be adjusting your hands as you're coming up to to get the sight picture so again that's another thing you can do because once you come up onto the site from the draw um, stop and look at your hands are your hands where you want them to be are your hands exactly uh the correct place because, you know, I went through the, all this when I was dry fire practicing, and I will start doing it again. Um, but, you know, it has to do with when you first grab the gun, step one of the draw process, you want to get a good firing uh, grip on that. If you goof that up, then when you're bringing the gun up, it's going to be wrong, and you're going to be moving your hands around as you're doing it. And all that just takes away from your uh, your drawing. Uh, coming up into a good sight picture is another thing you could practice with the dry fire. When you come up with the draw and you're on target, stop and say, okay, am I, is my sight the way it's supposed to be? Am I right where I'm supposed to be? Or am I, do I have to move things around a little bit or adjust? So these are all things you can practice dry firing and then bring it to the next uh, stage at the range. So I think the second, uh, next week's article probably I'll talk about the, uh, getting the proper grip, getting a good sight picture. The third good thing you can do with um, dry fire is uh, trigger control. Practicing, um, you know, pulling the trigger, pressing it evenly, getting a surprise break, following through, going all the way through till it doesn't go anymore. Um, when you're doing it unloaded, you'll have to reset. Um, you know, you'll have to rack the slide at that point. But keep your finger on the trigger and then slowly come back out and feel that reset. Uh, all of that stuff makes a big difference when you're when you're shooting. If you're um, doing it with dry fire, when you pull and you get that surprise break, if you're focused on the front sight, you'll be able to see if your sight is dipping, which a lot of people do, or if it's moving <coughs> at all, if it's staying still. So these are all things you can do um, with dry fire practice. So I thought I'd write about that next week. And then the following week, I'll go through the um, malfunctions and clearing those. Because I, I was going to write about all this stuff, and I got into it. Mm. I thought, oh, it's that. Uh, I'll, you know it's he doesn't have, nobody's enough gonna bandwidth. read it you <laughs> not have enough bandwidth i do readers don't so
3: uh, <laughs> i know there's a lot of precision guys that swear by dry fire practice because
2: yeah uh you don't um develop a flinch well and if if you <laughs> no. read about uh most competitive shooters do it it's part of their their practice routine they, they all do it and um you know and it's hell it's good for beginners it's good for uh for people that are really experienced and expert because you want to get to the point uh, especially with the trigger control part where it's natural you're not thinking about it and if you go you probably remember from uh going through uh, front sight those courses they do those drills over and over again where they make you slowly press you fire the round you keep your finger on the trigger you come back out and feel the reset and um you could you'll see a difference as you practice that you'll see your shots going where you want them to go And, um, you know, it's it's a great thing for people to do. So I thought, you know, during this downtime, we're stuck at home anyway. This is a good time to develop the habit. If you can get in the habit of doing this, um, you know, and I think Judy mentioned this last week, uh, your dry fire practice session should be short, about 15 seconds or so. You'll get more out of, you know, three 15 or not 15 seconds, three 15 minute um, dry fire sessions in a week than you will out of one hour of dry fire each week. So you want to do them in about 15 minute chunks Um, But, you know, if you could develop that over a couple of weeks, get in the habit of doing it, uh, you'll see a big improvement. So so that's what we were talking about. So just imagine
3: how much better you'd be, uh, more accurate, faster, if, what, three times a week you just drew from concealment out of the holster, you know, 10, 20 times? You know, just yeah. do that two, two, three times a week. Yep. Imagine and how much smoother and,
2: and more accurate. You and can. again, put it on a timer, either set a timer or use a timer on your phone or download a little shot timer app or something. But uh, you'll see as you're timing yourself and you're trying to beat that, okay, you started at two seconds or something, then you go to 1. 1.8, 1. 1.7 and try to back it down until you can go like that. You'll see a, a big improvement. Once you start doing that part, then start paying attention to your site picture. When you come up, Okay, and the buzzer goes off and you stop. Okay, what do my hands look like? Are they where they're supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Where, what's the sight picture look like? Am I crooked? Am I up? Am I over? Am I right where I'm supposed to be? And you can practice all that stuff. And then when we get back to the range, you can uh, apply all of it.
1: Practice makes perfect. No matter <laughs> Or at least permanent anyway. At least. All right, we're going to take a quick break. There's a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back. You're listening to Sports Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, California's assault weapon laws makes it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key converts any mill spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight full bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop in solution. No milling, no static modifications. No turning off your gas systems. Keeps your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Uh this segment is brought to you by the good folks at US Law Shields. For major protection, USLawShield.com. Check them out. You know, Lance, we ought to get Cali Key to come in again and have him talk about how he came up with the Cali key, just as, yeah. a, as a guest.
3: Yeah, he does an amazing job.
1: Yeah, I mean, like like uh, Michael says, he's trying to work himself out of business.
3: Escaño. Escaño. I can't say that word. <laughs> it's too hard for me. That guy's awesome. Yeah. If you're listening, happy Easter, Escaño.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Great Easter card you sent me. I really appreciate it. I tried to share it. It didn't work. Yeah. At least you got to pay for it. <laughs>
3: So we're supposed to, I don't know where he is. He must be celebrating Easter. We're supposed to have Oceanside City Council member Christopher He's Ruffin. on an Easter
1: egg yes. hunt. I guess so. done he's, he's going to
3: call. Maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe he's held up. But he is, it's pretty interesting. I was going to have him come and talk about what's going on in, in Oceanside. Oceanside, if you guys haven't heard, um, rather controversial. They fought real hard to not close down the beaches, which is, uh, you know. Crazy. Crazy. Kind of crazy. I, they, they really didn't... What, what I mean is closing down the beaches was kind of crazy. I mean, people were walking and jogging on the beach. It, it wasn't, you know... I, I get if they said, hey, look, the health department says stay six feet apart. So, you know what, everybody, do us a solid. But they're not doing it. Stay six feet apart. But to completely ban people from the beaches, I don't know. Seems I a was old.
1: told, because I've been talking on TV, yeah. get in your car with your family on Sunday, Go for a drive, go to the desert, go right. to the pra- and I didn't say anything about going to the beach. This guy texts me and he says, Well, he says, I just seen a police officer arrest this uh, husband and wife because they were parked looking at the ocean.
3: Well, there was a story where they ticketed, I think it was they didn't arrest. I don't I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna make I don't well, wanna I'd, spread it'd be inaccurate. Accident. I'm sorry, You're but right. There was an, an article where they ticketed, I think it was twenty two people who were watching a sunset. I'm not sure that's a great idea,
1: <laughs> you know. What, ticketing them or watching a sunset? What uh,
3: Ticketing them for watching a sunset. I, I just don't know if you're putting a lot of people in danger by sitting in your car. So, But anyway, Oceanside said, hey, we're not going to shut down the beaches, and they got some flack. And um, and then uh, the reason I wanted Chris to come on is because he, he at a city council meeting last week, was saying, uh, you know, hey, uh, how do we get out from underneath this health department order and start – Uh, opening up business again Mm -hmm. because this is ridiculous. It's hurting people. It's hurting business. And uh, we're not so sure that it's been effective. So I really wanted to hear from, you know, a local elected leader who is, um, you know, bucking the trend and and saying, hey, you know, we got to do something. We got to move forward. I don't I don't really I I don't think I agree with the mainstream.
2: No, we know it'll be interesting to see the um, what kind of discussion results after all this is said and done. Um, because I think there's, there's going to be a lot of feeling that, OK, maybe the response was a bit over the top and we did a lot more damage maybe than, than was warranted by this thing. Because, um, you know, you, you see stories all over the place of people getting carried away. There was a, um, there was a story about a, a church, several churches, actually, that were planning to do Easter services. And, uh, and I can't remember where this was. now I would say it was in the south. But they were going to do them at a drive-in. So everybody's going to be in their car, you know, parked in a drive-in. And then they were going to do the service that way, and um, they were threatened with being arrested, and um, there was a big deal about that. And that's you know that's the kind of stuff I think is going a little bit over the top with these right. things. So it'll be interesting to see the discussion that goes on. Hopefully, Americans will get involved in this, and hopefully, a lot of uh, political leaders, because um, I think Carl DeMaio the other way was or the other day was saying, well, where where are the Republicans in all this? you know, speaking up about these rights that are being trampled and, and questioning this stuff. And, you know, I think he's got a pretty good point. So it'll be interesting to see if we have a good discussion uh, in the next six months over this stuff. Well, part of me kind of hopes that, I don't know, my, you know, let it happen.
3: Because uh, you're kind of, a lot, I think that the people that are going overboard are digging their hole deeper and deeper and deeper. The 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 Nathan Fletcher's Uh, like we have here in San Diego, Nathan Fletcher's a a county supervisor, is getting to be so extreme, you know, okay, great, keep digging your hole deeper and deeper. I mean, you're 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 showing yourselves to be even more and more ridiculous. And where they've painted themselves into a corner Mm -hmm. is, you know, this whole thing started because we were told 2.2 million people were going to die. Period period yeah this is going to happen now they said well this is the, the top end it's a spectrum but still 2.2 million people and they stayed with that for quite a while quite a while and then it dropped down to about 200 240,000 and now there's it's at 60 it's like 60,000 which is a, a you know a, a bad flu season so now they're the, the corner they've painted themselves into is they either deny science, you know, they either say, oh, no, no, the scientists were all wrong. They weren't, you know, Mm -hmm. 2.2 million people were going to, so either deny science or admit that Trump saved 2 million lives. One of the two, you know, that's Mm -hmm. the corner. And I know, like, again, Supervisor Nathan uh, Fletcher, uh, I'm not sure which one he's going to, he's going to have to admit to. Is he going to have to say, hey, this guy Trump, who I hate, saved 2 million lives, or is he going to have to admit, hey, these scientists that I... You know, did all these things all I reacted to uh, were completely and
1: totally wrong.
2: Well, and that's what I'm saying too, and I and I hope they get that discussion. I hope they don't let them just bury it and let it let it go away. And they, so you know, let, you
1: re- know right that's it. what they're going to try to do. They
2: will, and that's why that's what Carl was and saying. That's about why the Carl Republican saying, Party. Yeah. where's the Republicans? Where on are they? This? So yeah. hopefully they will show up and uh, we'll have a good discussion because it's going to be a. It's going to be an interesting couple of months between the end of this, which hopefully will be soon, and the election in November.
1: Okay, so if you're watching somebody dig a hole that you know is not good for them, wouldn't you just sit back and let them keep digging <laughs> until yeah, it's over? Yeah, but I want to
2: point out the hole afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> but you got to wait till they're all done
1: and they're in China and they didn't know how they were going to get back. That's when you should bring
3: yeah, it up. when they look up at you and say, boy, I feel really short. That's when you point out, well, that's because you dug yourself into a hole. Yeah.
1: Yeah, i know I, you know and I, I keep bringing this up i mean i live in alpine there's fifteen thousand people we have not had one case okay all the grocery stores are cl- i mean not st- closed but all the restaurants are closed all the businesses right. are closed everybody's doing social ma- you know distancing we're all wearing masks we're all doing this and it hasn't changed anything i mean of course my wife i told her i says we ought to open them up well then what about the people that would come up out of san diego that may have it and bring it to Alpine. And I go, okay, well, you got a point. You know, that could be. But, I, I mean, you can only push this narrative for so far. Well, I look, I'm wearing a mask right now. <laughs> and I'm, a rag I'm, around your microphone.
3: And rag around my microphone, because this studio is filthy dirty, frankly. <laughs> but... <laughs> Thank I mean, you very I, much. When there's no pandemic, this studio has people. Uh, 1-800-Michael-Schwartz. Yeah. training complaints, Casey. Traipsing in and spitting all over the mic, and then I got to put my face next I to it. I took your snot thingy <laughs> off, and I scrubbed your mic for you. But I don't think, you know, I, I think that I, I, people doing this socially distancing, I, I, there's a case to be made that, yeah, we, we stopped the spread of the coronavirus. You know, and but I don't think it should have to be. I'm not wearing this mask because I'm mandated. I'm wearing this mask because I made the choice that. Well, And uh, I think you
1: should. Yeah. And and I think when we go out, when things open back up again, you know, I'm going to be a little more aware of washing my hands. And, you know, I I don't know about necessarily wearing a mask, but, you know, I I get where you're coming from, because right now they put the fear of God in us. And it's going to take a lot to get that out. But I don't think we should be making the case
3: that social distancing did nothing. I th- Hell yeah, it's, well, no, no, it's I stopped think, I think that's what stopped. But should it have been mandated? Should it have? They've gone as far as as possible. But but yeah, I think that the the steps taken saved two million lives. Well, there's a, a difference though <laughs> you know? between
2: there's a difference though between social distancing and doing that stuff and shutting down businesses. Hundred percent. That, and that's I what agree. I'm saying is it, it was not necessary to shut down businesses. You know the social distancing, distancing stuff. Look at what the gun shops are doing. I mean, they they handled that great. I was at Iowa Meats uh, the other day. It was actually better now during the crisis. They had everybody. You know, they had the lines outside. I mean, yeah. it was easier to get in there. It was easier to buy stuff. It's easier to get out. But um, you would know, you, you can do that kind of stuff without shutting businesses down. Would you and buy? By the way. Oh, I found. You know what? Remember uh, some new skis? No. Remember uh, Benny's Meats? Do you guys are familiar with Benny's Meats and? Uh, the Guy was around a long time ago. Had a little pencil thin mustache uh. down in El Cajon. Great neat place. And um, Benny's still around, but he doesn't sell retail. But in Iowa Meats, they had uh, Benny's uh, carne Asada hot dogs. Oh, which were uh, that was that was carne a discovery. Asada hot dogs? I, picked you, that I up hope Eileen's
1: not listening. Wow! Did <laughs> you know what you're getting for dinner tomorrow night? How do we get
3: sponsored by Iowa Meats? Man, that place is awesome. Could well, give them a call. Or yeah,
1: Cohen Family Restaurants. That's who owns it. Yep. Well,
3: I, you know, I, I just, Oh, and you're going to take product instead of money. You know, oh, in a heartbeat, <laughs> depending on the product. They have, they have wild boar on in the back. too. <laughs> but yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think there's a case to be made that I, I think you can simultaneously make the case that yes, it slowed COVID-19, the spread of COVID-19 down. And yes, it was the steps we took went way, way, way too far went way, way, way too far. But like I said, the interesting thing is going to be watching those who hate Trump try to explain why either science isn't science or why... Trump didn't save
1: two million lives. Good luck. Because the other what?
2: thing too is, I mean, like in New York City, I mean, they had a real problem. Well, there see, now for that's a different reason.
1: situation. You got people Ex- so packed together. Oh yeah,
2: exactly. And that and that spilled over into New Jersey, it gave them the problem too. Right. But like out here in California, we had a lot less than they were expecting. Yeah. And I think I saw the other day. I think they said there were eighteen thousand confirmed cases in California. Does that make sense? I don't know about
3: cases, but well, they're, they're, as far as deaths, I think California is at like. 400, 500, somewhere in that range? Right, which
2: is much lower than they much were predicting. But many, again, even yeah. you know, if they're saying confirmed cases, the, the real number is probably at least 10 times higher, maybe more. But that's still, that's 180,000 out of 40 million people. And yeah. Uh, yeah. again, social distancing is okay, but to shut down the, 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 the economy, because yeah. uh, like I said, there are people that are going to lose homes, lose businesses... All that kind of the, stuff,
3: and the, you have to ask: Is it was, is it it worth was it? that? Was this? Is this the only thing we could have done? And I don't think yeah. this well, is the only
1: thing. We could have done. Is the you know trying to correct it worse than the actual
3: epidemic? Uh, yeah, we just went over twenty one thousand deaths in the U.S. Like half of those are Manhattan and Northern New Jersey. Um, you know, you have state. You guys know that there's one state that hasn't had a single uh, death. Do you guys know what state that is? Wyoming. Wyoming. Wyoming has had a single death. Does that mean they're doing something right?
1: Because there's other that, that, you know they don't know I mean? see each other. I don't North know if that around. means they're doing something right. <laughs> they don't you, see each other.
3: And then, Joe, you were saying, you know, Florida, if you look at Florida, New York, and California,
2: you know, and, and their reaction and then what uh, the result is, none of it, it makes any sense. Well, in Oklahoma, like they were saying, didn't even shut down. So you would think that, you know, California shut down fairly early. Mm-hmm. Florida, they say, shut down kind of late. And then and Oklahoma gonna didn't open. shut down at all. And... And there, there is no discernible difference there.
1: Well, Oklahoma is going to open back up. They're already talking about it. They're already. Yeah, saying. I don't
2: think they ever shut down.
1: But well, no, because is going to open. They back said up. it's just the, the numbers don't match up. Well, there you go. Oh,
3: All right, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma.
1: <laughs> no singing. All right, let's take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM ninety six AM eleven seventy. The answer. Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, you need to take a CCW class for your San Diego CCW? You want an Arizona, Florida, or a multi state CCW? Well, visit CCWUSA.com. That's CCWUSA. Offers small class sizes and expert instruction to fit your schedule and your wallet. Three classes every month, two weekend classes, all starting at 8 a.m. Classes fill up quickly, so book now. Private lessons are also available. Great dates and times to meet your busy schedule. Check their website for details on how to apply for your San Diego or other multi-state CCW at ccwusa.com. That's ccwusa.com. All right, folks, have you been to AO Sword Firearms? Well, let me tell you what. They've got the widest selection of guns in San Diego County. County. Used to have a lot of used shotguns, but unfortunately, Dave decided to do a fire sale <laughs> and uh, kind of lost them all because they're gone. But he can get more. They've got over 600 unique guns in stock, including hundreds of used guns. Go see their full service, experienced gunsmith. They can do everything from mild repair to full custom firearms. AOS Ward Firearms Store, located on nine two nine East Main Street in the lovely city of El Cajon. Go to their website at AOSWARD.com, or you can give them a call at 619-749-4867. Build, buy, or repair. AOSWARD Firearms is your go-to place for all things firearms. That's AOSWARD.com, or you can call at 619-749-4867. So who we got on the line? David Chong. There he is. How you doing, bud?
4: Happy Resurrection Sunday, brothers!
1: Yes, indeed. Thank you and very much, Easter. and same to you
4: as well. Good stuff. We're always closed on Sunday, so nothing new there. We are doing a, a little goofy thing for the second Monday in a row. Uh, business was so uh, wonderful, but also overwhelming. Uh, I gave my uh, staff Monday off, and we'll we'll be back at it on Tuesday. But that's awesome. They just they needed a two day weekend and. I'm glad to give it to those people. uh, And you, I I know you hear it from the people coming out of the shop. Uh, uh, we take time with every person and and we do treat them like family, but that, that means a lot of intensive time, you know, saying, so what do you, where do you, what kind of place do you live in? what are you buying for? What's your experience? And we'll observe them, uh, uh, handling a firearm and, and make suggestions based upon what they want and need, not what we want to put in their hands. So, uh, it's just very intensive, and so they needed a break. And uh, man, uh, two days off is a is a good thing.
3: You're not just slinging product; you're uh, solving problems. There you go. Absolutely. You can you can it, steal that from me if you want to, David. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it'll, it'll be on
4: the new copy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, um, I heard some uh, anti-gunners were going to. Uh, um defy the uh stay at home orders and go camping but uh they decided not to did you hear that mm, no yeah they they found out it was intense
1: uh,
4: <laughs>
1: thanks brandon <laughs> he was waiting for it yeah i think he was too that's awesome uh,
4: we have still uh I'm not sure what you talked about with our friends over at uh, Gun Ring San Diego. Uh, did you talk about the retail landscape, what's going on? No,
1: they, they're uh, they're closed. Yeah, they, they gave closed the day off. They, they took the day Easter'd off. Eastered out.
4: Right on. Yeah. Well, uh, it's more of the same. Uh, we are not at that uh, just absolutely, you know, unsustainable is the right word, uh, you know, uh flat out everything that's uh, has a trigger cells. Uh we're we're now at about half of what that was, which is still five times what we normally do. Um Great. we have managed to uh get several restocks and they're are I wouldn't say we, you know, we're we're not restocked, but now we actually have Glocks for two days on the shelves or XDs that last a day and a half. Um uh, we, the shotguns still fly off the shelf. Uh, I have, I've, I've got about, uh, oh, 20 shotguns in the last, and I'm talking tactical shotguns Right. Uh, in, in the last week and every one that hits the, uh, floor is, uh, oh, they're gone by the end of the day for sure.
2: Hey, David, are you uh, still seeing, um, the long delays with the DROZ system?
4: Unfortunately, yes, they're actually extending. And so our, our pace of sales have, has slowed. Uh, and yet uh, we're, we're instead of seeing uh, at, at first we, we were seeing, uh, you know, an hour or two after the pickup time. And now they, they, they're not even attempting to finish it on the same day. We're seeing multiple days slide. And so we, at the uh, twice a day, I have a, a staff member pull off the floor, just to run through a, a stack of wasn't uh, wasn't approved on time files and uh, Jeez. go right. through each and every trowce it's the only way they don't they don't it's not a uh, you know positive an, an affirmative uh, uh, confirmation they don't say hey we approved them now you can go ahead and call them uh, we have to continually check over and over are they approved yet are they approved yet Are they approved yet very frustrating.
2: Well, oh, I think I did mine on the 16th of last month, and uh, as far as I know, it still is not through. Still is, that, pending. is that typical, that, or is that unusual?
4: That is... Um,
2: should I be uh, worried?
4: <laughs> I, would, I, would, I don't think you should be worried. I also think it's not typical. Uh, Joe, when's the last time you bought a gun?
2: Oh, uh, probably about Sorry six months. Sorry to mu- out you. No, I think about six months ago, before the one I'm trying to get now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. about six months.
4: So that's, that is surprising. Uh, maybe it is becoming more typical. We're still seeing about, oh, I would say one in five. Maybe, we, maybe it's now a climb to one in four people uh, who have delayed. We, it, it has helped that we put out a, uh, a Facebook post that said, hey, folks, this is becoming pretty regular. Please don't come in on your due day. Give it a day or two. And people seem to have been doing that. And when they come in, it's approved. However. Hey, Dave,
1: it, it, let me just throw this in here. Does it make a yeah. difference, you think, what type
4: of firearm uh, Joe's buying? I have not, I have not seen that. What, what I have seen is that new buyers, like brand new buyers, seem to uh, be the bulk of the po- folks who don't get approved uh, Uh, Immediately, however, Hmm. I've got ninety-five percent new buyers, so that 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 anecdote may not hold water.
1: So, what's what's a recommendation for Joe?
4: Um, just keep waiting for our phone call.
2: (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) that's good. Fortunately, I'm not in a hurry or anything. I just thought I'd ask. Yeah, right. (laughs) That's
3: actually good information, and maybe you can give some information, David, that would kind of apply, you know, across the whole uh, spectrum here. If if you if you bought a gun in the last. Well, I'm I'm assuming the last 30 days. Um, Yeah. What do you 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 recommend first off? If you're you know
4: wait 12 days rather than 10, right? Right. That that's what I'm suggesting, and and I realize that's a problem. Uh, And and God bless you. I know you want to call and ask, "Hey, am I approved?" But uh, in in the time it takes the person answering the phone to log into the DES and uh, run. You know, query your background, uh, that's just it's too much time, not just for my shop, but I I would venture to say any shop right now doesn't have that kind of time. We're still seeing uh, towards the beginning of the day, hour and a half lines in in front of our shop. By the Uh end of the day, it's it's calming down. Uh, I would say you might only have a half hour wait now uh, by noon. And uh, that kind of ebbs and flows between no wait and an hour wait uh, through to the end of the day.
3: So wait till um, the twelfth day, and then go down to the shop in the afternoon, and yeah. and and still be patient and understanding. Is that?
1: And then if not, don't we have Newsom's phone number? <laughs> yeah. I a phone number. <laughs> right.
4: Can Absolutely.
1: you imagine if everybody that's been waiting starts <laughs> calling his office?
4: <laughs> it it it'd be uh, that'd be uh, I'd like. I'd like to hear that. I'd like to hear that phone ringing.
1: I, I, am just saying. I mean, it's not your fault. What a great idea! Right. Instead of calling the gun shop, yeah, call yeah don't Newson's call the office. gun shop. Call his office. It's just we, we need to get that phone number. Be polite. Don't be a don't be a knucklehead. Be polite and said, "Hey, I've been waiting, you know, x amount of days. Right. I went through all your process, and hello, yeah, and then just N- wait for an answer.
4: We have not seen. Uh, we have not seen it gone go undetermined more than uh, uh, fourteen days, but that, that's our max right now. And uh, uh, there's a few that are at fourteen and still counting. Uh,
3: so, David, except for Joe,
2: David, we have Joe here.
4: <laughs> What's your date?
2: Uh, from the sixteenth of last month. So that's when I, that's when I filled it out. So he's
1: wow. So he's like. Four days away from a month. Now, yeah. When well, I did
2: it though, the the system was down. They filled it out by hand, and then they were going to submit uh, that later. So I don't I don't have a sheet to look at. Well, but I, I know so I filled he, it out on the. 60s. But
3: he has to go, David. He has to go in and check, right? He or he he. It's not like
4: so. No. So uh, again, twice a day, once about the middle of the day, and once at the end of the day. Uh, we have one of our staff pull off of the counter and go to the back. And we have a bin of people who came in for delivery, and they're, they were not approved. It's not. It's frustrating. It, it, this is they're in limbo because it's not delayed. We, we're used to delays. We know how to handle a delay. Hey, sorry, they said they're you're uh, delayed. Um, we can't deliver it yet. Uh, we'll let you know when they say you're approved. And when it is delayed, they do say, "Hey, we we figured this out. You are approved." And that's a positive confirmation. That's a push notice to us you know, rings our bell to, okay, hey, we can contact the customer now. There is no push notification from the DOJ saying, hey, sorry, we're late. Uh, we we got through right. it. We, uh, they're approved. So we have to constantly check every single person who's been in limbo.
1: Will Joe be at um, your office Tuesday and let him go no, through no, the no, box? No,
2: I won't, David. That's okay. I, st- <laughs> I know Bri- I Bryce, Bryce is going to call me when it comes in.
4: <laughs> That's right. And I will, I'll say for our shop, I can't speak for everybody, but uh, I – I am. Um, I'm working all afternoon and evening every day. And so, uh, if you send an email uh, saying, "Hey, am I am I approved yet?" I will answer that email in the evenings.
1: Yeah. His application's in the bottom of the bird cage i got a feeling oh man
4: no i looked at it personally because i was I like hey gosh this guy's on the radio i better figure this out yeah,
1: yeah and he and he's a covert blogger
4: and the last thing yeah. you want
1: is a covert blogger on your bad side joe that's
4: i gotta tell you that's really good stuff you're you're giving good advice i saying that as a uh, NRA and, uh, San Diego County Sheriff certified instructor. Um, your, uh, your blog has really good, uh, tips on that dry fire stuff.
2: Well, thank Thanks. you, David. Cause coming from you, that means a lot for me. Yeah. Really. So that's, uh, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. Wow.
1: You might even get a raise. A double, yeah. Double maybe. Uh, yeah. yeah. A triple. Yeah. A triple. <laughs> yeah. A triple. <laughs> Thanks, Ken. Thanks a lot, Dave. We sure appreciate it. Every time you call in and keep up the good work and, uh, Go look for his application. It's got to be over there. We'll
4: check
1: it out. It's in the bottom of the box. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, my friend. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more Gun Sports Radio on FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back. This is Gun Sports Radio. Happy Easter. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, California's assault weapon laws makes it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key converts any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight full bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford. That's Cali Key. Check Cali Key out at calikey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y dot com. Hey, and for self-defense and emergencies that could happen to anyone at any time, and unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side. While you protect your family and protect and property, U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year with the comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off, and neither does U.S. Law Shield. What's your plan after you defend yourself or your family? Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. Hey, the refi bell has been ringing for many, many days. Home mortgage interest rates have dropped, to a historic low. If you're looking to buy a refi or if you're considering a reverse mortgage, call our local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage for nearly 25 years. Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Give Chris a call at 619-722-1303 or go to primeres.com backslash Alpine.
3: All right, here we are. Here we are. Our last and most popular segment is Stump. My nephew, Sam the Gunman, is my 20-year-old nephew, and we found out uh, just a couple of years ago, here, about a year ago, year and a half ago, something like that, that he knows uh, an extraordinary amount about gun history and and uh, gun trivia. So, if you send us a question to ask him, we will, and we use it on the air. We will send you a T-shirt. If you stump him with that question, and you're, he is unable to answer it, then we'll uh, send you the t-shirt plus a beautiful San Diego County gun owner's hat. Ooh. Ah. Fantastic. All right. So, Sam, are you there? Good afternoon. Or I, good evening for me. Good afternoon. There you go. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good. You're the firstborn son. You made it through Passover. You have everything to be happy about. I'm not the firstborn son,
0: but close enough.
3: Aren't you? See, how does that work? Because you have an older half-brother, right? So, I don't
0: know. Uh, Ask a rabbi. You've got plenty over there. All right. Ask a rabbi. (laughs) There you go. Stick
3: around for our next segment, Ask a Rabbi. (laughs) Ask a rabbi. If you send a question and we use it. No. Okay. All right. Ready for this. The question is, and this was sent in uh, by Rich from uh, Chula Vista. Rich wants to know if you know what, what are SWACs? s-w-o-c-k-s what are swocks
0: you know i think you got me there it's from chula vista congratulations you uh you stumped me hands down it's a uh uh, swocks
3: s-w-o-c-k-s okay um it's a uh it's a you know it's a nickname it's not a real industry term it's a nickname in the 90s. Well,
0: most of the real industry terms are nicknames anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know. And you I'm notice he's really honest. i a blank here.
1: You notice he's honest because he could have jumped on his phone, asked Siri, and she would have already told him. But he didn't do that. It's true. Integrity. I, I know
3: didn't that. know either. I'm not sure how Rich even found this question, but I, I really I liked it. Um, in 1994, uh, Smith & Wesson introduced the Sigma series of pistols. Which was Smith and-
0: Oh, yep, I've got it. Okay. Yeah, I haven't heard that term before, but I know what it's referring to now. All right. Um, the, the Smith & Wesson Sigma pistols, the early ones, were uh, basically carbon copies of the Glock. There's this history between the two companies. Glock beat Smith to the punch uh, with a pistol in forty Smith & Wesson, their own in-house caliber. And Smith and & Wesson were really, really pissed. So what they did was they figured, okay, Glock's going to steal our caliber. We're going to steal their gun. And so they cloned the Glock and put it out for sale, and um, a Glock representative found out that it was basically an exact carbon copy, and um, so it actually went to court, and as part of the settlement, Smith and Wesson had to actually modify the Sigma Series pistols so that they wouldn't be so similar to the Glock, and that lineage went through the Sigma series to the SW series, and finally the SD9 and SD40 that you can find on store shelves today.
3: Exactly right. Um, uh, uh, The SW in Swox is, of course, Smith & Wesson, and the OKC is Uh, Glock. So it's a Smith & Wesson Glock. And you're absolutely right. Glock sued Smith & Wesson, and Smith & Wesson had to pay an undisclosed sum, and they were allowed to continue production of the line with some amendments, they actually hmm. describe it. I'm not sure if if amendments is the proper term. I think they had actually change the gun uh, significantly in certain places. But that's what a SWAC is. How long West ago SWAC. was that? Ninety-something. Back in the 90s? 90s? Ninety-four. Gotcha. 1994 is when it was actually introduced. Gotcha.
0: Supposedly, the changes were made to the fire control group, particularly the SEER, but I'm not sure how much validity there is to that. It's. I mean, this stuff isn't exactly public record, so...
3: I didn't even know. I, honestly, I'm not sure I've messed around with the Sigma Series pistol. Are they still even in production?
0: The SD Series are, yeah. We, uh, we sell them pretty regularly because they're a good budget-priced alternative to the M&P and uh, other handguns in that class. Hmm. Hmm. What have you? What's your opinion? Have you ever broken one down? Are they, are they really similar to Glocks? Well, they're really similar in Glocks in so much as any modern polymer-framed striker-fired pistol is. I mean, they're all basically the same thing. Um, I mean, yeah, th- there are some similarities, but I'm not sure how much of that is um, cloning it as much as every other manufacturer has done versus, uh, you know, trying to steal Glock's pistol. So I can't really give you a good answer, but I mean, they're okay. They're fine. I would still take a Glock any day. They're much nicer. It's
3: hard to clone perfection. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, what, what Smith did with the <laughs> SW and SD was made it cheaper, and so that's why people still buy them. When you're
3: at the shop, a uh, field strip one, just break one down and take a picture of it and send it to me. I just want to see what the what the parts look like in relation to a to a Glock. That'll be interesting. So
2: we'll do. Yeah. Are they on the roster here? Yeah, I was Cal- going to say Cali? Cali? like a bunch of other off roster guns. Right.
3: You know what I mean? Just- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it was a, if it was out in the 90s for all the, you, there's reason to believe they should be on the roster. Because that, that predates you know the roster, so they, hopefully... Well, but they just keep paying the fee each year to keep it on they there. They keep paying the fee, and they haven't changed it significantly. It should still be on the roster, but I don't know. Mm. That's a good question yeah. if it's on the roster.
0: So By the way, this speaking of or blocks or... and rosters, the next time any of you guys are in a free state and you can get your hands on a Gen 5 Glock, feel that trigger. It didn't occur to me that, that you guys don't have access to them, but it's uh, it's a significant improvement over what you're used to with the Gen 3. Oh, well, thanks
3: for rubbing that in. Appreciate that. Yeah, happy Easter. But ours are safer, though. Yeah, Yeah, ours are safer. According to (laughs) Newsome. All right. Well, awesome job. I I don't know if we can give that one. I don't know if you can officially put that in the win column. I had to give you a pretty major hint there. but
0: Yeah, no, I'm not sure I would count that. You can give me a. a I mean, I'm not keeping track. You could score it as a half point or as zero points. <laughs> How about a I mulligan
3: don't. because it's Easter? It's a mulligan because it's Easter. But there it was go. pretty amazing that once. I mean, he knew the situation. You know, he yeah. knew what was going on. He knew the history. In fact, he knew more than uh, than I had researched and wrote down here. I just. I, I don't know if the term swocks had made it into his. Uh, his, his study material, maybe.
0: Yeah, no, I, I had never heard that before, so I guess that's the signal to everyone listening that a surefire way to stump me is to figure out a thing that I probably know about and then p- research the most obscure term for it that you can. <laughs> that and wheel guns. Wheel guns, uh, yeah. Yeah, really old wheel guns. I'm not See, too good on those there either. There you go. Oh, wow. I
4: award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> All right. Well, God, God just spoke. Wrong would have done just fine, but the-
1: Wow! Oh, Jeez. Our board ops board. Yeah, that's
3: that's that's rough. Well, all right, buddy. Well, thank you, Sam. You did a fantastic job. And again, you know, uh, uh, Gun Prom, our Second Amendment celebration dinner has been moved to August fifteenth, which is Sam's twenty first birthday. Ooh! So, if you were not sure if you were going to go to uh, our Second Amendment celebration dinner. Um, then instead, come to Sam's birthday celebration dinner, which is uh, same same price, same date, same location. And bring him a present. Bring him a present. Yeah. And Don't do that. <laughs> and that's August fifteenth. Go to gunprom dot com. Come meet Sam. Sam, you're coming, right? I am. Yeah. Yeah. He's that's coming to coming to celebrate his birthday with us. So uh, anyway. For think of a question for him, try to stump him right there on the spot. But thank you so
0: much, Sam. You did an awesome job, as always. Well, thanks for thanks for showing me a good time. I always enjoy this.
1: It's our pleasure, my friend. All right, folks. Hey, this is Gun Sports Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. And don't forget, podcasts. Go to any of our podcast platforms, and you can uh, get any of our older shows. Uh, and again, go to San Diego County Gun Owners uh, next week, and you can watch us uh, live on Facebook. And we want to thank all our sponsors on FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer.
0: This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Socialism has not worked
4: any place in this world. FM
0: 96.1 North County.
4: And we're running down.